Welcome back. Or should that be ahoy there? As I'm still keeping you out on a remote island for one more episode. This is Satellite Stories, and I'm your host, Christina Smith-Meyer. Speaking of the sea, I have a little story to tell you about the sailors who were here in the 18th century, when communication methods were just a little bit different than today. Legend has it that the people working on the Galapagos island called Floriana had some rather innovative methods for sending post back then. That was when homesick whalers improvised a way of getting messages back to their families using a simple wooden barrel. Inside the barrel, they left letters for other seamen on homeward bound ships to deliver by hand. Apparently, the tradition continues to this day with thousands of letters passing through the hands of visitors to Post Office Bay. And yes, that is an actual place. Google it if you don't believe me. Anyway, back to the message here. Of course, there are a few more options for most of us communicating in the 21st century. We've got text, WhatsApp, email, social media, probably a little bit faster and a little bit more reliable than a barrel. That being said, many of these islands actually still aren't connected. And that's where the new service of O3B in power is set to make a real difference. As SES and CNT expand their partnership in the coming year, we'll see 4G networks rolled out to some of the outer Galapagos Islands for the very first time, including Floriana. I wonder if the barrel will finally be retired. The aim will be that everyone, especially those on Santa Cruz, will enjoy faster internet with the same speed and services as mainland Ecuador. It'll make a big difference to tourists, as well as those living and working here, but also for business. In fact, the introduction of O3BM power is expected to boost Galapagos GDP by 10%. So it seems apt that we visit the very businesses hoping to feel and see the difference of better connectivity in coming years. So let's meet Dalila, owner of the Plaza Luna Suites Hotel on the island of Santa Cruz. Dalila recognizes how important connectivity is, something many mainland hotels take for granted. First though, she offers us a welcome and a tour of the grounds. Yeah. Hello, welcome. So you are gonna serenade us with some music? <laughs> Hello, welcome to Plaza Luna Suites. Feel like you're at home. My name is Dalila Efigenia Vargas Castillo. And um, I was born here on the island. And you are right now in the beautiful Galapagos Islands, well known all over the world. And uh, this little business is my business and is my income. So I'm an hotelier. Let's go. I want to show you a special area in the hotel. This little free library, it came from an idea when I was traveling and I saw this in so many neighborhoods in the United States. So there are books from um, all over the world here in this little library. The idea is that um, my guests uh, used a book and leave another book. So we're always gonna have books in this little free library. And over here, we have this beautiful terrace 
that we provide breakfast for our guests. And we provide fresh uh, breakfast every morning with fresh fruits and everything. We use the local coffee from plantations that they are here, they're local. So it's a, it's a place to enjoy. Over here you can see Pelican Bay, actually that is the name, so you, you, you can see part of the bay. When I was a child, this was my playground. We didn't grow up with, uh, with, with toys or dolls and that kind of things. Here was everything that you need, a child needed to grow up. Fish, crabs, sharks, uh, rays, uh, seabirds, iguanas, sea lions, and all that kind of thing. So I grew up with that. So this is the little business that I built here on, on this beautiful island that is my home. This is for you, please. <laughs> Have a seat, please. Oh, well, um, don't worry. Have a seat and I will be with you in a moment. There is a great history, a wonderful personal story behind this place. Can you tell me about that? Yeah, uh, this is um, my home, actually is my home. Uh, and we grew up here, eight kids, uh, four brothers and, uh, and, and four girls playing and laughing and all that kind of thing. So this is the special place that the energy that there is around is a, it's a very positive energy in, in this. And my mother uh, built this, this, uh, this place from nothing. And, uh, and that is why it's so special for the whole family uh, is, is this hotel, Plaza Luna Suites. When I look around the courtyard just here, I see some really sweet little details like this mini library and there's an ornament sort of in the small garden there and there are murals. Is there a reason behind these things? Yeah, um, everything has a meaning over here, like the library that my, my niece uh, painted, the water filter that my father brought from the mainland that actually is, uh, is the heart of the white coral the, the uh, it's 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 a filter, so it has a lot of uh, history. And my father came in the 50s, so I still we keep that that stone like it's, it's a precious thing. And over here in the bag, uh, it's uh, it's uh, my mother's tribute that is her tree and her door, and I put it the two things together and, and and painted that that thing. That's lovely. And actually, I was wanting to ask Plaza Luna Suites. What's the story behind that name? Why did you choose that name? I chose this name because uh, my mother was a, um, a moon lover. So, and because we, we, uh, my family was a farmer in the beginning, the moon was super important to plant the, the, the avocados, to plant the plantains, to plant everything, everything that is, uh, we planted at the farm. My mother always had to read the moon to plant it, any kind of plant. And I think sometimes we think that even to make us. <laughs> she sounds like an extraordinary woman, that's for sure. Yes. For, for us, a guest is not just a guest. For us, because I opened my home, I treat it like they are my friends, like they are my family. <laughs> that's a very good point. So I want to get a deeper understanding of how you use connectivity that's provided via satellite on a daily basis to run your business. What do you do from the moment you come in here and switch on your laptop 
How do you use the internet throughout the day? Yeah, uh, finally we have options uh, because in the past we didn't have options and, and was we struggled a lot with con connectivity, but finally we we are okay, and uh, and now uh, our guests can work from here, connected to all over the world. That is super important for business, and for me, for example, to make payments and uh, in, in for booking, for example. Before was a nightmare. I had to ask somebody in the States to pay and I have to wire the money, something like that. Right now, it's just when one click and it's done. And even uh, silly things like uh, download a video before was a nightmare, impossible for us in the Galapagos. And uh, in Galapagos, because we are so isolated from the mainland is 1,000 miles, becomes more difficult to get internet or good quality of internet here. So we need more options. So I'm just curious because you grew up here. Um, when you were a kid, there obviously was no connectivity here. I believe that connectivity came to the island in 2015. Yeah. Could you just paint me a picture of how different life is here? It's, it's funny. Uh, because we went from the Stone Age to technology, but in one jump. We didn't have the time to adjust. And Galapagos is like that. Um, I grew up with no TV, no radio, no, no nothing, no, no toys and anything. And, um, and then suddenly you have all this information all over the world, so we were relying on books. And when the sailing boats came um, around here in the, on the islands, they gave us books. So, and now we have this technology that opens the door to all over the world. So now the Galapagos is not just a, a hiding spot for many people, and now it's all over the world, and the news, and TV, everywhere. And would you say that's a positive thing for businesses like yours? It's a positive thing for, for, you know, Galapagos is not the Galapagos that I grew up. And we have to accept that. It's, it's, it's sad and it's good and they have, uh, you know, both feelings. But uh, with, without the internet, uh, without connectivity, I do not have business. Simple like that. So looking to the future, what are you most excited about, be that, you know, being living here in general, but also for your business? I'm very excited because now you can study online and now we can uh, um, uh, listen to uh, podcast, uh, we can listen to uh, uh, audiobooks and, uh, and that is very positive because the kids here on like, an Island uh, do not have a lot of opportunities and before it was impossible to, to have a degree uh, online because, we, no, nothing. We, actually had to move to the mainland in order to receive uh, classes online. So now with good connectivity, we don't have to do that. We can work here in, in our town and be productive and, and study. So it's a win-win. It's, uh, Fantastic to meet Dalila and her team, and wonderful to see another corner of the island. A true Galapagos welcome. From tourism to telemedicine, from conservation to education, and even safety out at sea, it's always fascinating to hear how our satellite services are making a difference. 
Thanks again to CNT Ecuador for our long-running partnership. You can find out more about SES and CNT's work in the Galapagos Islands by clicking the link in our episode description or visit SES.com. Over coming months, we'll continue to explore the impact that O3B Empower's improved connection will have with our partners. But that's all from our podcast series for this year. Thank you so much for listening. We look forward to welcoming you back in 2024 with more of our fascinating travels. Do make sure you're following our series so you're notified the moment our next episode goes live. Happy holidays and bye for now.